0: we're ready good morning and welcome to city well we're so glad you can join us today
1: i'm amy and this is steph uh,
2: thanks so much for joining us so if you have children this morning i invite you to go to citywell.church sunday there you're going to find some links to great kids curriculum so there's something for elementary age students and there's also something for your preschool age kids as well so on there on that curriculum, there is some worship with some great motions, there's a memory verse for them usually to learn, and a lesson with some application questions for them. So great stuff. Um, but there's also something for you as a parent called a parent cue that you can download. So when you download that, it's going to give you an overview of what your kids learn this week, some questions, sometimes some activities that you can do with your kids to reinforce what they learned this week. Because we know that kids learn best from you as, your parent, as their parent than they would from any other curriculum or video or anything like that. They're gonna learn best from you. So make sure you check that out and have your kids watching that while you're doing your service as well. We are able to do what we do here at City well Church because of the generosity of people like you. We invite you to partner with us in reaching the community of, of Coatsville and beyond with the great news of Jesus Christ. And you can do this by giving through our app, you can give online or you can give by sending a mail in. We know Amy likes checks. She likes her checks. So if you still like checks, you can still mail in a check as well. So thank you so much for those of you who have been giving and partnering with us here at City Wall Church.
1: And if you're new to an online church, we'd love to engage with you. So let us know that you're here. You can like, comment, and share. And don't forget to go onto the YouTube and subscribe as well as ringing the bell. So when you do that, ringing the bell is going to send
0: you notifications to your phone
1: so that you're not missing anything going on here. Right. Um, so yes, so if you are new, we'd like to know that. We'd like to send you a gift, so we want you to text the word new to 610-590-8550. So you'll get some literature in the mail from us. We won't compound you, um, but you also get a very nice, soft orange T-shirt. all about the soft background. yes i am i love those t-shirts like yes. they, they are like the softest t-shirt i mm-hmm. own. It's like my go-to and if you're a regular attender here we'd like to also know that you're present so please text the same number 610-590-8550 and just text the word new or here i'm sorry <laughs> new if you're new and here if you're here <laughs> <All> Right? yes <laughs> whatever
2: one it'll get something by that's fine so we want to know. A lot of people have made New Year's resolutions, New Year's goals, um, so we've been, you know, 21 days is usually the set point that, to make a habit. 21 days, you know, they say, you've done something 21 days in a row, you make a habit out of it. So we're at 24, 24 days past the New Year. So have you been keeping up with your New Year's resolution? Have you been keeping up with your New Year's goals? We want to know. Let us know what they are, if you're doing well, if you threw that bad boy out the window two weeks ago. So let us know what it is and how you're doing.
1: And so what's coming up next week? We We have a new series coming up next week called Love Out Loud. So, um, yes, you don't want to miss it. You want to be here and watch every week so that you're um, learning, you know, how Mm -hmm. Christ, Love Out Loud is how Christ loves the church? Christian the Christian love. Christian, Christian love. love. Yes. That's yeah. Yes.
2: So, yes. yes. We want you to join us again for that series. Good morning, and welcome to City Well Church. We are so glad that you joined us this morning. My name is Steph, and this is Amy.
1: Yes, and if you have kids, we invite you to go to sunday and check out the kids' curriculum. There's great options for your kids so that they can be learning while you are.
2: If it's your first time joining us this morning we want to welcome you and we also want to send you something to say thanks for joining us so text the word new to 610-590-8550 and let us know that it's your first time joining us if you've been here before text the word here to that same phone number and just let us know that you are still joining us this week
1: And so as we're growing here at City Well, we would like to invite you to partner with us. So if you're interested in joining the launch team, we'd like to hear from you. So please reach out. You can text that same number to Mm -hmm. 610-590-8550 and let us know so we can get in touch with you and get some information out to you. So as we begin
2: today's service, I'm just going to open up in prayer and then we're going to start with a time of worship. So let's pray together. Jesus, we're so grateful Um, for who you are. I thank you that you love us even when we quit on our New Year's resolutions, when we, um, you know, make those mistakes and we trip up and we we don't follow through with some things. I thank you that you are steadfast, um, that you don't change, you don't give up on us, um, and you don't uh, criticize us when we fail either. Um, So thank you for just loving us unconditionally. I pray that you um, help us to just take in what you have for us this morning Prepare our hearts for um, what you have. Um, I thank you for this time of worship that we will be having in song and just for the time that we get to gather together on Sunday mornings to learn more about you. We just ask your blessing over today's service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: People come together Strange as neighbors of generations, of every nation, of kingdom come. So don't let your heart be
3: Good morning. Welcome to CityWell Online. We are in week four of our final and our final week of a series we're calling Light in a Dark World. Next week is a great week to invite people out and just try to get other people onto our live stream as we start a series called Love Out Loud. It's a study in Christian love. We're going to just continue to work our way through the book of 1 John. But if you haven't noticed, there was also a theme to this series and uh, the theme was sin. And so, week one introduced us to the Apostle John, it introduced us to Jesus. But then, after that, we started talking through sin about how, when sin in our lives is exposed by the love of God, it helps us grow and heal. About how, when we deny or rationalize, our sin, it's harmful. But when we come to Jesus and ask for forgiveness, he is right there willing to forgive. And we're going to finish up this study today. And I hope you don't hear this heavy handed uh, speaking in this series, Uh, because through Christ, there is forgiveness and healing. And we want to remember the the word sin, it means to miss the mark. It's an archery term. God, God calls us To the mark of perfection. That's what we're shooting for. And we all miss it. And every single one of us do. And last week, John warned us against denying our sinfulness or justifying our sinfulness. And instead, he tells us to confess our sins. And if we confess them to Jesus, we receive forgiveness. Now, that's where we pick up today. And John is still in the same thought process when we pick up today. And he says in... 1 John chapter 2, starting in verse 1. My dear children, I write this to you so that you do, so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have one who speaks to the Father in our defense, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sin. And not only for our sins, but the sins of the whole world. So, we are going to start looking outward. When it comes to dealing with other people's sins, as we're interacting with other people and their sins, we should use grace. And I mentioned this last week, but we're going to keep building it out this week. And I absolutely love John's language when he starts out this section. He says, my dear children, can't the words just drip for his love and his concern for these people? John... John's writing with this father's heart. Guys, listen. I just, I want the best for you. Please listen to me. He's exemplifying Galatians 6.1. This is brothers. If someone's caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourselves or you also may be tempted. John's giving us this gentle reminder to avoid sinfulness. It's, It's coming from the father's heart. And usually when we as Christians, we're dealing with other people's sins. When we're turned outward, looking at their sins, we're coming at it from one of three ways. Usually we're coming from hurt. We're coming from disgust or we're coming from envy. So somebody hurts us and we're like, I'm going to go show them how much of a sinner they are. I know my Bible. I've been in church for three years. I know Matthew 20, Matthew 18, Matthew 18, and so we go, in with, we go in hot and we're like, I'm going to show them. We need to remember, though, Matthew 18, the purpose, the goal is reconciliation. It's not going in hot telling them how terrible they are. It's going in to figure out how do we move forward in relationship past this. And then that's the first conversation. It's us going in. It's two-way conversation, then us listening, us talking, sharing with one another. Second and third conversation, if that one doesn't work, is out of our concern for them and our desire for a restored relationship. And the last one, people love, sometimes we as Christians, we love the last one because it's like, finally, I win. I'm just going to treat them like a tax collector. and No, that's not what it's saying. It's not giving you a license to treat them poorly. It's actually saying like, treat them like somebody who needs to better understand God's grace. You got to share the gospel with them. You got to be an example of Christ to them. So sometimes when we want to deal with people's sin, it's because they hurt us. Other times when we go, oh, I need to tell this person about their sin. It's because it's their sin we find gross or shocking. We go, I just I have to let them know how bad that is. Then the last time a lot of times we want to deal with sin is when we're jealous. We're envious. It's like, God won't let me do that. So I'm not going to let them do that either type of attitude brings us to the place. And actually, if you know anybody who's quit smoking and you've ever seen them around people who are still smoking, they are some of the most obnoxious people in the world to the non-smoker or or to the people who still smoke. That's an example of if I'm not going to do it, you're not going to do it. Either attitude where we come in like that, any of those, they're going to hurt our ability to speak life into people. And that's our goal is to speak life, to see the best for them. But if we're not coming the right way, it's going to hurt that. So I have some different questions I ask myself. I stole them from someone. I don't know who I stole them from, but I ask myself these questions before I engage with someone about a scenario in their life. The first is, am I the right person? There's going to be times that you are the person that needs to speak to that issue. But there's also a lot of times you are the person who cannot speak to that issue. Or you're one of the people. As a youth pastor, uh, there were times that there were girls that needed somebody to tell them that their clothes just didn't work. I wasn't the person for that. I had female leaders who could do that. So the first question is, am I the right person? The second question is, is this this the right place? Still sticking with that same illustration, those girls that need to cover it up. A leader couldn't do that from the front of the room. It need to be done on the side one-on-one quietly. Is this the right place for that conversation? Because we don't want to humiliate people. This third question is, is this the right time? Sticking with the same illustration. I had a few years ago, a men's ministry leader come up and approach me and say, you need to tell some of these girls to cover up and points at one girl for illustration and demands. I deal with the way she's dressed. He had no clue. It was her second time ever being in a church building. The first being uh, when she lost a family member and going to their funeral. She was dealing with mental health issues and her friend brought her because her friend believed that she needed to hear the hope in Jesus. That was not the right time to deal with the way that girl was dressed. She had other things we needed to walk with her through first. Then the last question I asked myself, the first is, am I coming from a godly heart? And a lot of times I have to pause Here, and go, I'm not sure. And until I'm sure I can come at it from a godly heart, I can't deal with the sin issue in that person's life. Until you know you're coming at it from a godly heart, even if you see it, you can't deal with that sin issue in someone's life. So scripture, it gives us permission. It allows us to go to people and help walk with them and call them out even on their sin. But it has to be, has to be from a posture of grace. So we, we started outward, looking at people. Now let's turn inward and talk about our own sin struggles for a couple minutes. When, we, when we're dealing with our own sin, there's three things in this passage we see we need to be really make sure we do. We need to make sure when dealing with our own sins, we don't become apathetic. Apathetic. John, John in last week's passage, he makes it incredibly clear that all we have to do to receive forgiveness is confess to Jesus. It is is so simple right we just need to confess and we are forgiven but john quickly remembers that it could people someone could take the simplicity of grace as a license to sin paul deals with the same thing when he's writing to the romans and he asks this rhetorical question he asks writing to them should we go on sinning so that grace may abound and then paul answers his own question and goes no no Sometimes apathy is gonna, it sets into our own lives. And when we have these different issues and struggles we're working with in our sin, with our sin, because we know we're forgiven. So what's what's the big deal? What's the big deal? John says, I am writing this to you so that you will not sin. He's writing to prevent apathy from coming into our lives when it's concerned to sin areas. The next area we need to be cautious against is becoming discouraged. I think it, I think it's cool that what he says is, if you sin, and let me tell you, we will sin. If you sin, then he says we have an advocate, an NIV, which doesn't say advocate. It says uh, that Jesus pleads our case. But Jesus Christ, according to scripture, is standing before God right now, pleading our case. And it is so cool to think about. All right, So that word Uh, advocate in Greek, both in today's passage and then also in John 14. The advocate is the word paraclete. It's translated advocate or comforter or uh, helper. But Jesus is called our advocate and so is the Holy Spirit. So John says Jesus is our advocate right now in heaven cheering us on, which is awesome. And then we have the Holy Spirit is our advocate here on earth reminding us that we know Jesus reminding us of sin, reminding us of righteousness. So Jesus is cheering us on and the Holy Spirit is cheering us on. So if we're caught in a, in sin and we're like, I just can't break free. I want to encourage you, if you're there, keep going. Keep going. Keep believing that freedom can come and it'll be on the other side because right now you have Jesus pleading your case before the Father in heaven cheering you on. You have the Holy Spirit rooting for you directly to your spirit inside of you. You can overcome. Don't let discouragement hold you back. And then the third thing from the passage today when it comes to dealing with our own sin is we can't become oblivious to the cost. So, my girls have American Girl Dolls. And my oldest received some hand-me-down dolls when she was younger. And one evening, she's playing with it, and an arm broke off. And it was like the end of the world for her. And I comforted her. I let her know. I'd take a look at it, and it it would be fixed in the morning. And it was. A few days later, though, a leg broke off. Again, I fixed it for her. No big deal, right? So... A few days after that, she breaks another arm off. And at this point, it's earlier in the day, and I was able to say to her, like, let's let's fix this, fix this together. And I don't know if you've ever looked at how American girl dolls are put together or any of those types of dolls, but they have a zip tie or string that goes around their neck, holding their head on. You wanna deal with the joints for the arms or the legs. The first thing you need to do is remove the head and then you take out all the stuffing. So when I did this, Ava was horrified. You took its head off. Up until then, she had seen the repairs, just this small thing. And then she saw what actually happened. And for a long time we joked that like to fix an American girl doll required some major surgery. And, but I don't think after she saw what was involved removing the head, I don't think we had an armor like break off after that. And Grace, it is so easy to receive We just have to come and ask. And Jesus is there offering his grace and forgiveness to us. But as we grow in our faith, we can't be oblivious to the cost of a right standing before God. It cost Jesus his life. John calls Jesus our atoning sacrifice for sin. What's that mean? Well, we could spend days and days building out the idea of atoning sacrifice and looking all through scripture at that idea i'm gonna to try to give you a two-minute version first off you need to understand god is love and we love celebrating that god is love right and we hear that all the time but the other attribute we need to understand about him is he is just god is just that means when he does something justice will happen and so god is holy and just he cannot let sin go unpunished but he also loves the world he created He wants a relationship with the world he created, but he has to, there has to be consequences for sin. Since we all sin, we all deserve the consequences for sin and that it it would be that we all are under the wrath of God. In fact, apart from Christ, if it wasn't for the work of him, we would all be destined to receive the wrath of God. But because of his great love for us at the perfect time, in the perfect place, he stepped into humanity as a man. He never gave up any, his deity, he was fully God still, but he was also fully man, living the perfect life. And because he lived a sinless, perfect life, it meant that his sin, he didn't have it. So it didn't need atoned for, it didn't need forgiven. He was sinless. And as a sinless person, he could die in our place. Paul wrote to the Corinthian church and he said, God made him, that's Jesus, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. It's the idea of substitutionary atonement. Jesus substituted himself so that we can have the punishment for our sin, the penalty for our sin. Removed. He on the cross took on the full weight of our sins for us. Peter wrote and he said about Jesus, he himself bore the sin in his body on the tree so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. And it's by his wounds we have been healed. And Peter's looking back on uh, Isaiah's prophecy about Jesus. Sometimes we need to remember. The sacrifice God made so that we could have freedom from sin. And today we just, we gave a surface level, brush over the idea of atonement. And Jesus is the atoning sacrifice. We didn't talk about the cruelty of the cross. We didn't talk about his struggles in the garden. We didn't talk about how he, but you need to understand, he willingly laid down his life for you, for me, for the world. And it was so that the sin barrier between us and God could be removed and we could be in a right relationship with Him. Sometimes, the more we understand the weight of sin, it helps us in love work to overcome and truly find freedom. Now, we we started looking outward. We turned inward and checked ourselves. Now let's just turn back outward again for the last part of the message. We need, when looking at sinfulness, and specifically the sinfulness of the world, it is a reminder in our lives of the gospel call. We have the call to share Jesus with others. John reminds us that Jesus is the atoning sacrifice for us. Then he says, it's not just for us. It's not just for Christians. Jesus died for people who have not yet come to faith. Let me tell you today, Eternity's heavy on my mind. This week we we lost somebody who's part of City's Wells Launch team. Longtime friend of mine to COVID. And so the fragility of life, the fact that no one knows how many days we have left. It's in the front of my mind right now. Here's the thing. I know where he is. We know where he is and we do grieve his loss. We celebrate the fact that he is standing before his savior right now because he put his faith and trust in Jesus. His his eternity was locked in, but there are billions of people around this world and there are, there are hundreds of thousands of people in this community in Chester County who do not have eternal security. If they were to die today, they would be separated from ever, forever, from the love of God. And maybe, right now, there are people in our lives that would be separated from God. And we have never given them the opportunity to hear a clear gospel presentation the guy who really shaped my heart and my passion for evangelism. His name's Greg Stare. He tells this story that I love, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I still, I, I find it awesome. He, he goes into the packed Chick-fil-A one day for lunch, and he orders, and then they tell him it's free. Apparently, it was the grand opening of this Chick-fil-A, and everything's free. So he's like, well, what if I toss in a cookie? They're like, free. What if I get a half sweet tea, half lemonade? Free. What if I get an extra fry? free right so he gets his food he's celebrating he goes out he gets in his car and he starts driving around the shopping center the chick-fil-a's and yelling at everybody he sees coming and going chick-fil-a is free today you can get anything and it costs nothing right he's just excited i know for me personally i'd be going on facebook and instagram posting pictures free at chick-fil-a ta- at tagging them making sure my location was set but uh, like, free is great we love telling people good news, but if you accepted Jesus as your savior, have you allowed him to be your atoning sacrifice? If you have a right standing with God, what better news do you have from than that? It's far better than free Chick-fil-A. So why do we keep it quiet? And we often say things like, well, I'm just going to let my life speak for me. Let me ask you if that's your, that's where you're at. If you saw me eating Chick-fil-A, would you have had the thought to walk up and ask me if it was free? No, no, you wouldn't have any reason to even expect it to be free. Why do we expect people to know, to ask us about the gospel? Our lives do matter. I will never say our lives don't matter. But usually our lives, the reason they matter is because they can disqualify us from sharing the gospel. People say, oh, I'm not listening to him, right? But it's going to be our bold, loving, grace-filled words that really open the door to the gospel in people's lives. So, as we look at the world, as we see sinfulness, all it is is a reminder that Jesus died for sinful people like you, like me, and like anyone else we are looking at. We have to open our mouths sometimes. So, we're closing out light in a dark world. And Jesus' words, He says, You are. The light of the world, a town built on a hill and it cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it on their bowl. Instead, they put it on the stand and it gives light to the whole house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see their good deeds and glorify your God in heaven. You are the light. Jesus shines his light on you and the moment you get saved, he's shining his light on you. He starts shining the light on the different dark areas that need hidden, need healing, need cleansing. He's shining the light on the path that he wants you to take. But at the same time, he is letting his light shine through you to other people so that they can see. And right now, I believe most the people watching, most of us are in one of three camps. We need Jesus. We need more. We need, we have more questions before we accept Jesus or we, We say, I have friends that I need to share the gospel with. So right now, I want to make sure you know we have a tool in our app to help you share the gospel. If you click on uh, the Know God section, then click on gospel. It is right there. If you want a cleaned up even better version of it all right, it's another app on your phone, download the Life in Six Words app. It's a phenomenal tool for sharing your faith. But I want to walk through the gospel quickly today. And no matter where you're at, I think it's applicable. If you say, I need Jesus listen because this is this is the salvation message you say i have more questions well great maybe they will be answered and if not i'd love to answer them for you and maybe you say i need to tell someone else well you want to make sure you make it clear so i'm going to walk through really quickly and i i'm again stealing from greg steer and dare to share gospel acronym starts with g god created us to be with him from the beginning of creation god made humanity for a relationship with him he loves us but oh our sins separate us from God it's not God walked away from us it's we we walked away from him Adam and Eve in the garden to us today every single human has chosen sin and our sins can't be removed by good deeds I don't know if you've ever tried to be good enough but it doesn't work and we say like sometimes we'll be fed uh, the lie of, well, you say this prayer or you you give enough to the church or you serve people enough, you're going to be saved. But that's not what scripture says. You can't do enough good works. And that's why Jesus stepped in, paying the price for sins. Jesus died and rose again. He died on the cross as the substitute for you. He died in your place so that you can have a right standing with God. And everyone who trusts in him alone has eternal life. All you have to do is say yes to Jesus. And you're stepping into a life with Jesus that starts now and lasts forever. Now, after I share the gospel with somebody, this is usually how I walk through it, something similar to that. And then I ask two questions. My first question is, does that make sense? So right now, if you've never put your faith in Jesus and you have questions or you're thinking, now's the time, does that make sense? Does it? If you're like, I have questions, I would love to talk with you. Just text us, 610 590 8550 You can text whatever you want to that number and we can get a conversation going. Now, if you're saying, I need to share my faith with someone, I I think this question is, does that make sense to you? It's really important because it's going to tell you how to proceed. If they say, yes, it makes sense, you know, to move to the next question. And if they say, no, I still have more questions, it lets you kind of have that conversation, keep it going, listening intently to figure out how to keep moving it forward. Now question number two is, is there anything holding you back from putting your faith in Jesus right now? If you've never put your faith in Jesus, I'm I'm looking you in the camera as much as I can in the eyes and asking you, is there anything holding you back? Why not right now? You don't have to say a prayer. You don't have to walk to the front of a church. All you need to do is in the quiet of your heart say yes. To Jesus. Now we often do pray when someone accepts Jesus and it's just to give them words to the experience they had. It has nothing to do with actually saving you. All you have to do is in the quiet of your heart say yes. Now if you're planning and presenting the gospel to someone, this question, does that make sense to you? And then is there anything holding you back from putting your faith in Jesus right now? That second one is important to help them move forward. It gives them that clear call to action. Sometimes we get nervous to ask that question because what if they say no? And sometimes they will. But Scripture makes it clear that the gospel has power behind it. Don't be afraid because you're not going to save people anyway. Jesus is doing the work. You're just the voice. So boldly ask that question and see where the conversation goes. Now, all of us. Scripture says... We're Christians. We are the light. Let's live as the light. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for you all today. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you. We thank you for your word. We thank you that you love us and make grace so abundant. We thank you that you help us overcome whatever we have going on in our life. Pray right now if there's anybody listening who doesn't know you, that know you as a Savior, that they put their faith in you. That they say, Jesus, I am a sinner. I can do nothing on my own. But I'm going to put my faith in you, knowing that you will pro- you're promising me eternity with you. i a right standing now. I pray for everyone listening. I pray you just bless our week. I pray that you help us walk as people of the light. We ask all this in Jesus name. Amen.
1: If you're interested in more information on a relationship with Christ, we would like to hear from you. And if you've made a decision to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we'd like to celebrate that with you as well. So please reach out to us again at that same phone number, 610-590-8550, and let us know how we can partner with you. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And if you've watched today's service and you want to partner with us through giving... Uh, here at City Well Church. We invite you to partner with us through that, and you can give through the app, you can give online, and you can also send it through the mail as well, and you can find that address on our website. We thank you so much for joining us this morning, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Have a great week!